0: What will it do, the woman? Will she understand? Did she go bad? But what will she do? Will she keep both memories as he did? True one and the new one, the old one and the true one? Does she go crazy? No, not at all. After a few moments of bewildered fudge, utterly Lash accepts the new world as the true world. Setting out the point of Soutour, the strategy of accepting the incommensurable and the senseless without question, always been the exemplary technique of sanity as such. But it has a special role to play in late capitalism, that motley painting of everything that ever was, whose dreaming up and junking of social fictions is nearly as rapid as its production and dispersal commodities. To be able to function in late capitalism without being a psychological wreck, it is necessary to accept the insane standard. One of the middle managers at work has turned this into a fine art. He asserts with full confidence a story about the college and its future one day, then literally the next day will happily propound a story that directly contradicts what you previously said. There is no question of his repudiation, the practice of he, like Heather Lush, he only dimly remembers there ever being another story. This, I suppose, is good management. It is also perhaps the only way to stay healthy amidst capitalism's perpetual instability. On the face of it, This manager is a model of beaming mental health, his whole being radiating a hail fellow well near Bonomi. Such cheerfulness can only be maintained if one has a near total absence of any critical flexibility, the capacity as he has to cynically comply with every directive from bureaucratic authority. The cynicism, the compliance is essential, of course. Preservation of his 60s liberal self-image depends upon his not really believing in the auditing processes he so assiduously enforces. If the reality program has been set up elsewhere, there is nothing he can do, so he must tell himself along with it. His claiming of responsibility is now so widespread among managers that to invoke the old category of bad fate, scarcely seems adequate. For what is a structural effect, which is to say, managers of capital are well-practiced in living someone else's dream, someone else's nightmare, or something else's nightmare. For what we are living through is not the dream of a subject, but the dream of capital.
1: We look over the beautiful beaches of Tatat. As we see smoldering smoke off the wrecks of the overtank and the robot army and Mecha Stalin. As we see you dig from the wreckage, the sole survivor, the cyborg head of Joseph Stalin. And it's berating you. Oh, I cannot believe it. Ah! And it tries to bite you.
2: And I just sort of like, just like by the by the hair, I'm just holding it by the hair. I just kind of just like hold it out further away from me as it tries to bite. And I shake it a little so we can't get a good it's it's like having a cat. You just kind of you just have to hold them in a way that they can't get to you. And it's like now I'm going to need you to go ahead and just listen. This we're going to we're going to have a civil conversation and we're not going to have a conversation. And I'm going to use you as a soccer ball. Do you have words speak? I'm famously not a capitalist. I. We live in a socialist country. We live in a communist country. We're a socialist organization inside of a communist country. We're not capitalists. Gulak. Hey, bud. I think I think you might be. I think you might be malfunctioning. Does he have like cyber parts? Does Mecha Stalin's head have cyber parts? Yes. Can I see if any of them are malfunctioning?
1: I mean, it seems functional, but you realize there's something
2: off with the head itself. Okay, so I can't I can't do anything about that. I'm not a I'm not a I'm not a brain surgeon.
3: You know you can't take that home, right?
2: Yeah, I mean I I don't want to. It would be really weird to explain this in in security. What do we do with
3: him? I guess we do the do the do
2: the, do the Soviets want it? That's a great question. Uh, do we have any Soviet friends who are still on the beach with us? They were here when Stalin showed up.
1: I mean there are plenty of. Uh... Yugoslavian government people around. They can take it
2: off your hands. Yeah, I just hold up Stalin's head by the hair. I assume it's still like gnashing teeth and stuff. And I'm just like, y'all want this? Yeah, sure. we will take care of this.
4: Who wants Stalin's head? Be Stalin's head. we were just handing
2: it just out to the first. This is first come first, serve. One of one ahead of Joseph Stalin.
1: As you get rid of Stalin, suddenly it becomes pitch dark as the sun vanishes, just pretty worrisome because they are like it is like 10 a.m. Wait, is this is this a solar eclipse? What the? No, the moon is still now quite visible. But uh, on another position, the sun is just gone.
4: Like gone gone or is it getting like really cold?
1: Especially for you that you cannot feel the strong spirit of the sun which is a thing that you kind of did not notice because it's like overwhelming and omnipresent even during the night. You just cannot feel the biggest spiritual influence on Earth. It's just gone. Just emptiness where it was. Emptiness that you only experienced once, which was on your act when you look at into Jando. Uh And you can see everyone
4: around on the beach panicking. I relate that. Yeah, yeah, perfect time to panic. Uh, uh, uh. Hey, gang, we need
2: to do something, I think, it feels like.
3: Let's get everyone together. This looks like a pretty big freaking problem.
2: Yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. I start.
3: The rest of the people, they already took their
1: flights. So what do you do? Is System 4 still around? No, they, they, they took their plane ahead of. Johnny, uh, can you shoot him a telex? I'll go grab.
3: The only person that shall be here is Void Walker. We're waiting for. Can you call everyone else a telex? i And he looks Johnny dead in the face and just, Johnny, I gotta go get Void Walker. Yep.
2: I pull out the telex machine and start composing a message to System Four. Yeah, the thing is, you start
1: sending a telex there, but they are on the plane, so it's not like uh, they can get it there. So it's going to take a time. And Lance Flair is flying the plane. So it's not like he can answer his selects. And you are looking for Voidwalker and uh, you see that she's not on her room. Her room is empty. But also her stuff is not there.
3: John looks and just, fuck. All right, think. Think, John. Think. John is going to run back to everyone else and just Voids is gone. Okay, I try to
2: send a telex to her. Just being like, hey, where are you? Nothing.
1: Does System 4 has any preparations in case of this kind of level of crisis? Are they just doing badly
3: what they can to hold things together? The sun vanishing as a crisis... You know, I would say that's not a thing we would be prepared for, but we, are, we do live in a superhero universe.
2: I, like, listen, I will say this as the person who is playing the tactician, the I-make-plans character. I think Johnny has only ever entertained the idea of the sun disappearing as a thought
3: experiment, and the result was, it's bad. I think we have, like, a generic plan for a crisis of this magnitude, though. Like...
4: Yeah... Hey Lou, I would like a clarification. Mhm. So, I saw the moon. Mhm. Did I see the like an outline of it amongst the stars because it would be very dark at that point or did I actually see the light of the sun reflecting off the moon?
1: You still see the light of the sun reflected off the
4: moon. Oh, let's
2: wait 8 minutes.
4: Okay. Okay. So the According to you know, uh, you know modern science, so something is blocking the moon. The I mean the sun, not sun is still there. It's being blocked by something extremely powerful. Are we sure about that? I'm
2: saying this out of character. Uh, The moon is getting, you know, dimmer and dimmer as time goes. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I was about to say, like, we're just we we're coasting off of residual sunlight at this point. Mm -hmm. If it just happened, we have about eight minutes until the sunlight is just all all gone. Also, Lou did mention that you felt a complete emptiness where the sun used to be.
4: (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
2: So I don't think anything is blocking it. I think it's gone, which is bad for things like gravity.
3: I imagine our because I've been sitting here trying to think about the system for crisis. You know, the the human level extinction class crisis event. I imagine step one is to try to gather in Santiago or at least get. Well, it's to get into communication, which problem is, is we're currently not. Wait a second. I turn to the others and I say, hey, y'all, do y'all think I should call the
2: president elect? I know that we don't we're not fond bedfellows or whatever, but like we are in ultra crisis mode. I feel like we should get everybody involved.
3: You know What? Johnny, you try to call the president-elect. Joachim, can you... I don't understand your magic. You know that. But um, is there any way to get a magical
4: message to them? I don't know. Possibly. And can I at least try to attempt that?
1: Yeah, sure. I will you try that.
4: Okay. I, I think I got to use awareness, magical lore, and my status dice, which is not very good. How are you doing that? Oh, oh, yes, Yeah, that's an excellent question. Like, who are you trying to get me to contact?
3: Flare would be great because you make a plate. And that's a pretty cool trick.
4: Yeah. Lens flare is hard light, correct? Mm hmm. And are the lampposts on? Like, What's the nearest light source for me that's accessible, like within reach or I can get within reach? I mean, people are turning lampposts on on. All right. uh, These are electric lampposts, correct? Yes. All right. So I'm going to bend one of those down with my super strength. Focus my magic on the light and try and send that somehow. Basically, use my magic to put pressure on the light in hopes that lens flare will somehow sense that. Basically, I'm sending out a massive signal through the what what is what's remaining of the light spirits in the area.
1: Mm -hmm. And what's the message? What
3: would you like me to relay turn around? We'll hook, We'll meet up here. It's faster than Chile. OK.
4: Also, I doubt we're going to be able to get a plane flight. All right. I will send the message to regroup at Santiago. That, wait, no, not Santiago. Um, where are we again After. that? Uh, I will have us relay regroup that the place where we are at. We need to come up with a big plan to save the sun somehow. All right. And uh,
1: if they are turning you around, that's going to take a bit. So what are going to do in the meantime?
4: All right. So I just did that with lamppost. And I'm going to do something a little crazy. And Joachim suddenly just stares hard at John Doe. Yeah, Joachim, what's up? I'm going to try something. Okay. Then I was... All right, do it. So I'm going to try... To get in contact with whatever has touched John Doe, because I'm assuming that this might have something to do with what was what's eating the sun. And I want to see if I can't, you know, somehow get into that state that when Lydia Bella knocked me out.
1: All right. That is going to be a skill challenge. That's going to be an overcome.
3: Yes. (laughs) Do we have any boosts on the table? Because John Doe is currently operating off the rough assumption that his powers come from whatever this is, John Doe is going to create a boost for you because John Doe is going to try and commit a vibe check on wherever his powers come from. Yeah, I don't have any special ability to create a boost, but I'll do it with the mid. Sorry, I had to reopen my character sheet. I accidentally closed it in a fit of so that'll be intuition. We're going to use random access memories here and a D six. Five with a boost is a plus two.
4: Plus two is Mystical Lightning Rod. I'm going to ask, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be a yes. Principle of Destiny. Is that applicable here? Oh, definitely. Yeah, I thought so. All right, I'm going to go ahead and do the the thing. Let me get into the... Di- I have to put the plus, right? For modifiers? Yes. And basically, I'm just trying to channel that moment when Lydia Bella just cold-clocked me on the ground. I think she choked me out, actually. She choked me out, didn't she?
1: Depends on which time. Yeah. You try to fine-tune there into the emptiness, and you look through the emptiness. It's deeply nerving, and you sense this strong sense of rejection as if John Doe does not belong on this world. and you peer into something of unspeakable size. So, Brett, you already figured out what you are, right? Yes. And uh, have you come to a decision about uh, what is your entity? So I think the first thing is you describe how it is to contact with what is effectively an elder god, of that thing that you are about, and how it presents in the m- mystic mind eye of Burger as you look past the
3: nothingness. You know those hidden eye puzzles that you're always shown those first couple of times as a kid that when you your eyes unfocus, you can notice an image in that. Imagine if that was transforming every second into a different pattern, different image, image within image, folding in on itself, folding out on itself, and never quite staying the same thing longer than the moment you figure it out. When it moves, the effect gets even more dizzying and confusing, and it's just always something new and different it never does the same pattern or color combination or whatever it is showing you behind that pattern and color combination it never does the same one twice in a row possibly ever it's manic and hard to look at sometimes because it just is constantly doing that effect but on the mystic level you can feel
4: it is aware of you in the slightest sense I think Joachim will try and, you know, maintain their presence here as best they can. Yell. Who are you? Hey, Brad,
2: I just want to say I don't like that. I don't like that at all. It makes me upset.
4: No, no, I don't either. Makes me upset and scared. I can. I still can't do those puzzles. My brain just does not process them. This is Bren's brain, not Joachim's brain. I'm very scared right now.
3: Don't be scared. I mean, it's it's it maybe a little. No, it's going to be a lot. It's going to be the whole amount, actually, I think.
1: And birthday is start to get some understanding because they are in contact with a being with power that is comparable to a universe. That's like a being that could not exist within any universe. Well, so much that cannot happen like Something like that cannot even be called a being like it's like that's the thing. It's something that cannot be and you're peering directly it, into it. And you realize that it's not so much that it's giving power to John Doe, like a spirit will lend power to you. It is very much John Doe, like like the window is part of a house. No. How the shadow cast by a house is part of the house. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm realizing that you think that you can communicate with
4: it through Jondo. Yokims doesn't feel fear towards the supernatural that much, unless they know it's like a very dangerous spirit. Yokim's absolutely terrified, and is having some trouble, like under, like trying to grasp that this, like, if it's not a being, it's 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 a something, and it's something that's like almost spirit of the multiverse is how they're trying to comprehend this, and it's just like John Doe is just a shadow of of it, uh, is really like okay, is this even the John Doe that people remember? Before John Doe was John Doe, this even the same John Doe. And the thing is, also, now that you are actually having such
1: direct contact, you recognize that Lydia Bella was like John Doe, but the vibe she had was completely
4: different. OK, you have a hard time believe that she was for this identity. Mentally, Joachim's going to try and move the vision towards to where our son was. Like, try and see, like, have the... I don't, I don't know how to explain this, just like... Because not really seeing through their eyes, but, you know, using them almost as a telescope, like, this thing of that is John Doe, yet not John Doe. Just focus in on that point to see what is going on.
1: Whatever going with the sun is unrelated to this. And while you can sense a similar burst of possibility, you know that is not this an entity that is doing this. OK,
4: but so they can't like show me like what what's happening because I, I, I kind of started to gather that like this. This seems like to them. We're not even ants to them. We are like even like microbes. Almost That's what it feels like
1: No, that's what even imply a scale. We are just out.
4: Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. So it's OK. So at this point, if I can't get any more information out of this, Joachim will timidly ask, who is who is John, Doe?"
3: It sounds like a whisper right before someone starts to yell but it sounds like it's all around you or it could be someone about to just stop talking it could be either of those things and both at once and just he is the shadow of unbridled potential for a brief moment the pattern becomes springs wound very tightly they could burst or they could hold there's a lot of potential in that
4: i'm just i'm listen i'm uncomfy yeah ah <laughs> uh. How can we use that potential to deal with what has eaten the sun? You are an entity that
1: exists outside of the universe. And and obviously you don't know anything about a star in this universe. And what you know is what your shadow knows. And even that, not really entirely. So. How do you reply to that? Oh, unbridled potential.
3: It seems to consider that for a moment. And then the spring pattern remains the same and shifts color. And the hidden image becomes a bow with an arrow drawn all the way back. Point Point me me at a problem problem and see see how how it plays.
4: plays. So basically let John Doe be John Doe. I, I say that to myself. And at this point, I think I have to break connection because just the sheer terror out of this is just almost blowing Joachim's mind, I I feel like. And it may not be coming from the creature. It's just that Joachim, like less than a year ago, they were all they really knew was Hyperborea. And now they're they're, now they're experiencing a being not of this universe. (laughs) So they have to break. An end being, yeah, an unbeing of, I don't know. So, John Doe,
1: you are feeling like what happened when you were teleported in London, like you are in for a moment trapped in the naughtiness, and you wonder if Voidwalker Walker is teleporting you, but then you are back and you realize that you never left where you were, or if you or you teleported to the same place. You did not experience anything of this. You just experienced like
3: that being thrown through the nothingness. Ando
4: clutches his stomach and just <sighs> I I always really hate that part. So how'd it go, Joachim? Yokim can't respond at the moment. He, he's they're almost kind of double overed, like like getting into fetal position for a moment and all they say is one moment, one moment.
3: I actually know exactly how that feels. We'll give you it.
4: <laughs> I don't Man, what are you
2: doing? I mean, was any of this in any way visible to me? I mean, you just
1: saw that both of them go very still, and then one is starting to grab his stomach, and the other one, they just start rolling in fetal
2: position. Yeah, I don't think, I mean, just based on the time that would take, I don't think that would stop me from doing what I was doing, which was sending a message to Lydia Bella, which I'm now as a player, just incredibly worried about. But I think that's still what I'm doing. All right. So, what is the message that you are sending? It's just like, I mean, if anything, it's just kind of me saying, like, you know, something to the equivalent of like, "Hey, we need all hands on deck. Like, we are in a worldwide crisis situation. Please respond immediately so that we can get in touch with you." She
1: responds to the telex and. uh gives you a call nearby hey hey so uh it seems like uh, you've just
2: conned me into getting into a deal for solar power when the sun is out i cannot believe that this is what you are thinking about right now hey the sun just disappeared we have a i would say
1: yeah i'm trying to break the fucking ice
2: because the sun just fucking disappeared oh my god okay you were making a joke holy shit Okay, I'm sorry. I thought you were being serious. That's my fault. I, just, I, I think I'm so frazzled right now, I could not understand that that was a joke. My bad. Yeah, so, hey, I can see the future a little bit, didn't see this one coming, don't really have a great plan. Any thoughts? You got any of your boys that you could throw out there and maybe, I don't know, figure out where the sun went?
1: Well, what everyone has been doing is looking out
2: for who might be to blame for this. Do you have any clues? At the present, I do not. I have n- I haven't the faintest. Well, one second.
1: And then there's just a blur and she's next to you on the beach wearing her shorts over her one-piece swimsuit. All right. So now we can talk face to face.
2: Yeah, no. That's uh that's helpful. And then I think this is probably the point where, like, the shit happens with the other two, and she's like, whoa, whoa, what's going on? You're all right? Oh, if, she, if she's there on the beach when this is happening, she just
1: shakes her head. Oh, oh, John. Hey, Lydia.
0: Hi,
2: Lydia. Have you come to terms with what you are? I'm going to need everybody to clue me in. It seems like everyone knows something that I don't.
3: I don't know. I Lydia, you keep, you keep telling me like I know, and I, I kind of grasp that something not normal, and it's clearly something very upsetting to Joachim, which is fair, I suppose, depending on what it is. Uh,
1: Anyway, one second. I'm getting a, a call. I have to go back, and she speeds her away. I'll be here in one minute, leaving you a few moments to talk.
4: Team will start to stand, but kind of stammer out, looking at trying to look at John um uh, p- 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 potential and that's all they can really say at the moment John uh,
2: I mean have you got any idea what we're talking about here
3: So me and Lydia are similar whatever we are our powers are different and whatever we are is similar but kind of different I don't and it's apparently for me got something to do with potential. I, I don't know. I I'm, I know that sometimes when I get teleported, weird shit happens. And that feeling happened just now when Yokim went to go talk to whatever I'm connected to because I'm connected to something.
4: Yokim's wandering over to the tiki bar that... I, wait, what was Frankie Frankfurter selling? Was he at, Was he selling alcohol? Ice cream. Ice cream. Yeah, that's even better. Never mind. Yokim. Goes over to Frankie Frankfurter's ice cream, opens it up and just sticks their head in the ice cream for like maybe a, few, a minute or so. All right, Joachim, buddy, I'm, I'm
2: going to need you to get your head in the game. I realize whatever just happened was rough and bad, but we have like a matter of minutes before the world folds in on itself. All right.
4: Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, and you got a rally. Yeah, that's what I was doing. Doing just just. I, you know, sometimes when uh, your your head's all foggy, a good jump in the cold river will will just get it right back in. Okay, so John Doe, you're kind of the shadow of unmatched potential, and to fix the problem, all we have to do is point you at it, or at least that will help. Shadow of unmatched potential, like a bomb, like. Uh, no, more like springs, you know, really tightly wound springs that could burst or hold at any moment. Like, like Plato? No, spring. Not Plato, like,
3: like, like Plato, like the platonic idea of stuff, like shadows on a wall of a cave that is reality, apparently. That's a scary sentence, Yoki, I don't really want to consider that much longer. All right,
4: fair. Yeah, exactly. That's what this that's, except yeah. Uh, now you can, it, it,
1: at this moment, Lydia Bella comes back. Y'all,
2: the Sahara Desert just fucking disappeared. I can't even imagine what the like what what's in its place. Is there just nothing there?
3: The ocean. Uh. Okay. Lydia, can you carry other people when you run real fast? Uh, I will not recommend that. Okay, will not recommend because it hurts a little bit. Will not recommend because they come apart like atoms. Uh, I will not recommend
1: because it's not actually. Running, it's the time freezing back from reality
3: really, really fast. Thank you. We got uh, you, you guys remember that spooky kid we talked to a couple hours ago. She just disappears and comes back again.
1: We lost one third of Siberia. Uh, there are literally parts of the world that are just vanishing.
4: I mean, is there a source? Is there something like where is this where, like what happens when they disappear? It's just like they were never there, but it seems to take some time to set in the
1: consequences. I mean, you know, it's not like the atmosphere escaping or something. It's like reality is being barely held together.
2: Can I start cobbling together some kind of device just based on whatever fucking electronic detritus is around where I can figure out the next one of these like disappearances that's going to happen. Like maybe if there's like a trail or something. Yeah, you can try to do that. How should I go about that? Is that an overcome? Uh, you will just do that.
1: But it's, you know, it's going to take a while. And she says, well, this also gives
3: us an opportunity. An opportunity for what? Uh, to actually talk. Do you know what you are? Like what, what specific thing you are? Uh, no,
1: I know the time is shadow, but you know how it is. I don't know exactly how it can be talked, but if we the things that we are we don't belong to this world we are not from this reality right so if we get this opportunity that stuff is literally vanishing or reality is not there so i'm hoping that whatever is there is thin enough that the differences between us are irrelevant and uh, i get some enlightenment and we can actually talk
2: i mean i'm just spitballing at this point but like If y'all are talking about the fact, John, you're supposedly a source of functionally unlimited potential, yes? Yeah. I mean, this is just speculation, but if you came from somewhere else, the loss of that would create some significant deficit in the world. The stuff that's disappearing could just be filling in those gaps. I, I don't know, but that's one of several working theories at this point.
1: No, you don't understand the nature of... again. You are feeling with something. Can you predict when the next disappearance is going to happen?
2: Is my machine ready? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I fire it up and start. I think there's like a very rudimentary like screen on it. I'm just trying to get coordinates um, that I can pinpoint where that would be.
1: The, the Mediterranean is going to disappear in three minutes. Oh, sh- but
2: we have to leave
1: now. No, no, no. It's No, we should actually run into it. Let's go into the sea, and she waddles into
2: the water. Just hold tight to either me or John. Well, yep, wouldn't be the first time. I just sort of almost in a little a a way that is, despite the the terror of the situation, a little bit comical. I do sort of just wrap an arm kind of around John's waist uh, like all the way. And I'm just like, well, let's uh, ride the wave, I guess. Boy, I wish I had a motorcycle
4: right now. Joachim does the predator handshake with Lydia Bella and just holds on.
3: You know, Lydia, whenever you show up, I got to say, you always do make life. Always gets real interesting, doesn't it?
1: She was going to reply, but that's when you're just standing on the emptiness. And it's like, again, like the two times in which this happened to you, which you are stuck in the nothingness. But there's also a circle of white where you stand now and from outside you can see different spots of whiteness and there you find yourself with Lady Bella and three of you and she's wearing her suit again and a chair appears off the knotting a folding chair she opens it and she sits you know the wrong way towards you well good job it seems that we are stuck on a vanishing reality and she closes her eyes when she opens again beyond the whiteness you see a massive motion blur of overexposed muscle tendons, eyes just superimposed over each other's, and that thing and Lydia Bella kind of speak at the same time I am Lydia Bella the shadow of unstoppable motion and Jando, you are suddenly aware, not as easy, but you are aware of the presence of unbridled potential and the other two can see it on the dark behind you.
4: Yep. Pretty much what I saw when I was doing it. Not again. <laughs> okay. So you said there were other specks of uh, white planes around? Yeah. Is there anyone bigger than the other ones?
3: There are some pretty massive ones. Yes. So that's who John Doe is. Unbridled potential.
4: Reality is collapsing. If we were to, you know, maybe combine both of those into something that basically I want to multiply infinity by infinity. <laughs> that's what it sounds like.
1: Do you verbalize that somehow?
4: Yeah. OK, so what I saw in my vision was John Doe, or John Doe, and I point to the thing beyond John Doe, told me and showed me an, a bow and arrow. What if we use John Doe as the bow and Lydia Bella as the arrow? I, I, that could either be really good or really good. I don't know.
1: Unfortunately, as powerful as
4: we, we have that, that, that is something that we cannot
1: achieve in levels of power and will not work. work but uh, I, think I think it's important, important to elucidate why. So, so the, universe the universe is collapsing.
4: For some, some reason, reason, you cannot
1: hold cohesion. Now, usually, usually that happens, happens for two reasons. reasons. One is because, because one of, of us, is us is being born, born or something, something close to that. To that. The, the other, other is, is because, because the universe was made and is no longer holding the reason why it exists.
4: Have you ever wondered what happens, happens when someone grows
1: too powerful? Power? You
4: know, kind of.
2: And I don't mean superheroes, like, really, really
1: powerful. I mean, I
2: guess I haven't, at least not in an abstract sense like that.
1: Oh, no, I mean on a very concrete way. What happens when you have the power of the universe?
2: I mean, I imagine that's essentially two universes in one place.
1: Which cannot happen. So what happens is, well, one either relinquishes this power, and diminish themselves forever. Another is that they embrace the power, but at that point, they basically dissolve themselves with the universe and become part of its roles, complete ego-death. that is no difference between them and the universe. Their will becomes the will of the universe, the will of the universe becomes them. All the things possible in the universe and the things that they are are one and the same, and that contradiction
0: collapses. But what when
1: the ego wants to remain part of
4: the universe, but also does not relinquish power. What do you think it happens? But what's happening now, I'm pretty sure, is what you mean. Not exactly. Close, but it's not supposed to
1: destroy the universe. You become a part of the universe. You are exultated outside of the universe. You have to unmute yourself. You erase yourself from the universe. When I mean exudate, I mean complete everything that you were, all the things that you did or touched on that universe, they are gone. You retroactively have to erase yourself from existence. And you become something else. You remain as powerful as you were on the moment of exudation, but you gave up existing in the universe. You become an unbeing, undefined by the last things that your ego was holding before you live, that's why i became unstoppable motion because at some point there was a me in this universe or another that came before it that could not stop running and she ran so much that she had to run universe itself huh. uh
4: so lydia you are you're still the president-elect correct in your mind correct Well, yes, Uh, so, 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 wait, 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 Uh, just I just want to know you have uh, you got the debriefing. Yes. If you know that whole issue where John Doe tried to assassinate but did not actually assassinate uh, the former president of Chile. Yes,
1: I really apologize about that.
4: Well, anyways, we got from, you know, Johnny's friend Enrique that he delivered a person. That had sup- super mental powers into the custody of, and I point to former John Doe. Uh, no, no, John Doe freed them. Oh, they were escaping with a submarine, and they yeah, they stopped it. Well, I I did not. I don't think I ever received that information. <laughs> oh no, I let him. I, I let him go. Oh well, what happened to him? You know. he. I think he uh, went
3: back to his family. I, I know I should have kept a better track of that, but seemed less pressing than other stuff.
4: Huh. Okay. So, but he doesn't seem like the type to, you know, try and become the biggest mind in the universe, right?
1: Not taking. Well, well, that does not mean, mean it, but I mean, it, it is, is probably highly, highly like my, my know, what, what, we what we didn't, what we even call each, each other. Like, by definition, we just cannot come into contact with what we are aware of others, but I guess sibling will do.
0: It isn't unlikely that unreal
1: potential was born in this universe. What happens is that
0: when you remove yourself,
1: well, you are familiar with the, the concept that identity is created socially. So how can you remain a person? How can you remain sentient? How can you self-actualize? How can you get validation of who you are when you are literally not part of the universe? You cannot. That's where the shadows come in. The desire of the un-beings to still remain something to just not vanish into another universe newly born and lose themselves. Which, again, they wanted to do that. They will never become unbeings beings in the first place. They need to... Socialized. They need to social construct themselves, and they project part of themselves as shadows that most shadows, they are born, live normal lives, and then they die, and come back to the unity with the personhood of whatever cast them as a shadow, and as a sense of self renews it. I am, I am Lady Bella, Bella and I am also stop motion, because I am an intelligence that that comes comes from her and will come back back to her. I also also get to live live my own life, and at the same same time, if there was another universe, universe, it may also live another another life there. John Doe, probably, was also born in another world, and is a shadow cast here. Now, because because of the particularities of his birth, was the previous one also a shadow? Or it, or, it was when he became a new person that he became a shadow, I cannot tell. Well, I don't know, even know if knows. And she, she looks, looks at you. Oh, you.
4: Uh,
3: you know, I could probably dig in here with big me and figure it out. But honestly, I like the multiple choice answer.
0: And, and this is why
3: what you are saying will not, not work. work.
1: We literally can never get this type, type for power. power. Does he the shadows, shadows can, can be very, be very powerful, powerful depending, depending on how of much, much of, the power, of power of their self, self they carry. carry. But, but by, by definition, definition, they can, they can never achieve this degree, degree, degree of power, because ultimately, Disney needs, needs, one being, one being, being able, able to harness the power, the power of the universe, of the universe they, they don't they belong to, long to So, paradoxically, so, we are extremely powerful, and there will for sure be a lot that we can accomplish together. Paradoxically, this, this is the one thing, thing that we cannot that we can do. do. Because, because we are, we are not in the universe. universe, we, we can, can never get to the, the power, power level required to do that. that. But, 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 but what, what I guarantee, guarantee is that someone that is, is from, from the universe, universe, that, that is, is, able is able to get, get to the power, power level of two thousands or, or stop it, it. maybe on the process of becoming and being themselves. Maybe the universe is shaping as another sibling of being born. I don't know what this is true, but, but, well, Well, this is never something something that happens, it's not not an opportunity opportunity that we we get to look look into a new universe, but we cannot cannot stop stop at remark, remark. well, he He similar, similar, but, you know, know, that's that's a very very strong guy that that has has only seen seen Star Wars, Wars, saying, saying, well, there's there's a lot of Star Wars vibes from this second movie that I'm watching. And suddenly that is cut off, and... You are on the bottom of the Mediterranean, in the middle of some sunken ships and ruins. Crimson Gold Agonies is an associate of Court Games and D20 Radio. Joaquin Jarv, a game is played by Brent Torrison. They can be found at Copper Credit almost everywhere. Check out their other podcasts, Splinters of Jade and L5R Thriller Actual Play. They are available for editing work. Message them for rates. Johnny Jennings, aka The Highwayman, is played by Sam Sedlaxer. They can be found at Sec on Instagram and YoungSpaceDead on Twitter. They are largely imperceivable. John Doe is played by Bradley Handler. You can follow him at Barbarian on Twitter or as co-writer on Split Splitroll where he screams his opinions at you handles the rest. You can find them at the Letil and more of her stuff as Agonizing crimson at Ichio or co-writing Split Rule. Citadel Comics RPG is the property of Greater Than Games and designed in collaboration with Critical Hits some Gold Agonist is possible through the support of listeners like you. You can support us on Patreon or, even better, you can review us on iTunes and you can spread the word because there is no better way to get into a podcast just because a friend told us about it.